It's the Muppets Minute Show with your hosts, Annie and Nick. Yay! It's time to talk about the Muppets movies minute by minute. Today, we're talking about the Muppets Take Manhattan, Minute 10. Minute 10 begins with Kermit telling Price he'd like him to read the script and ends with Murray Plotsky saying he doesn't want any trouble. Uh, so, my first question, we, we know that Murray Plotsky has somehow made his way into Martin Price's office. Yep. Uh, and the secretary must be in on this? I think she be- is, yeah. Be- because she obviously knows that that's not Murray Price, right? Martin Price. Or Martin yeah. Price. So my question is, where is Martin Price? Do we ever find out? I don't think we do, right? If I re- no. remember correctly. Is he- yeah. It- Tied up in the closet somewhere? Like, where is he? Um, he and yeah. Well, all right, so he, he's pre- he probably, so he's a successful Broadway producer, right? So right. my theory, and I kind of always go back to this when I don't have a better answer, he's probably on vacation with the El Slizo girls. Okay, and I like that. That's always a nice go-to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So this is like maybe this is like some sort of like scam that the the secretary has concocted on the side. Like maybe this is like her her uh, her she's the mastermind. Oh, here. you know, like every time Murray Pri- or I can't get the name straight. Sorry. Every time goes Pri- on Price vacation, Martin yeah. is on vacation, she's like, "Hey, uh, Murray, come up and uh, let's make a few hundred extra bucks or a thousand extra bucks." Well, I mean, uh, all right, think about it. That's three hundred per Muppet, and how many Muppets do we have here? One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. That sounds right. And don't forget, I actually did. Uh, I did the math here yeah. for inflation. Uh, Three hundred dollars in nineteen eighty four would be about seven hundred and thirty nine. Seven hundred and thirty nine dollars now. Wow! Isn't that a little scary? <laughs> so, what's that math, Nick? Seven thirty nine times times seven thirty nine eleven. Is $8,129. I mean, that's a pretty good scam. I mean, I assume he takes the money and then just ups and leaves or just never calls them again or never lets them in the office again. I don't know how you can get away with that kind of thing, but uh, they seem like they, he seems that he, it seems like he thinks they are pretty gullible. Oh. You know, like they're going to buy into this, no problem. See, I they thought, are, I thought he actually does put on the play, but just in not a nice theater on Broadway. Well, he's not going to make any money if, you know, it costs more than $8,000 to put a play on. So it doesn't it doesn't make me think that, like, any play is actually going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my my take on the uh, on the whole thing. I don't know what the actual game is, but I really, really doubt that this guy has any interest in putting this play on. It could be right. Yeah. So uh, but the good thing is, is that they seem to clue into his his game right away. Um, but I do like how he just has a broad well, this is standard Broadway procedure. Like, it's just such a broad, vague uh, excuse. Like, it's it's like the whole thing we were talking about, how Broadway is a concept. It's Mm -hmm. not like an actual business. (laughs) Well, it's It's also seemingly the way the Muppets would think of it as being. You know, it's a very simplified version of life. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, 
But uh, like you said, yeah, that's a lot of money. It turns out that this is a scam. And uh, just just as the Muppets are, I mean, it doesn't seem like they're going to give him any money because they don't have any money to give him, presumably. Um, They're saved by the the cops, I suppose, we should say. Uh, Because they're here with a very disgruntled um, former con-nee. Is that the way to say it? Um, She was scammed. She was conned. Yeah. 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 And uh, she gave, I guess, Murray Plotsky her entire life savings. Um, maybe she was trying to sell a show. What shows do you think Grandma here was trying to sell? That's what I'm wondering. Like, maybe he runs different kinds of scams in, yeah. in different offices. Who knows? Um, you know, it's a big building. And, and so maybe he goes, you know, from secretary to secretary, office to office, running different scams. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can't imagine this little old lady was trying to put on a play, but you never know. I mean, maybe, you know, she had this dream and she was saving up for $300 and there you go. Right, right. I mean, it seems she does say life savings. So, I mean, she I did. would assume yeah. that maybe she, maybe he scammed her out of a whole lot more. It's possible. Yeah. Uh, I have to point out the shot with the, with the old lady and the cops and everybody. There is a poster that says unicorns don't cry. There certainly <laughs> is. Did you Google that? No. Okay. Um, Is that real? Wait, tell me. So when I Google that, apparently this company made shirts with that slogan. Um, So there's a whole line of these Navro brand jackets and shirts. Oh, okay. Do you know about Navro band? Navro? No, no, I don't. I was going to assume that this is completely unconnected. No, I mean, yes, it is. It's not connected to this. I'm just what saying. What is Navro? Uh, I don't know. It's a brand of clothing. Uh, it's all out of stock. You, you should know. Um, unfortunately. Well, I know it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's Navro, funny. Uh, not just a label. Let's see. Yeah, I, I don't would know. Assume, I would assume that um, unicorns do not cry, in fact. So it, it is a true no. statement. It is a true... Uh... The plot thickens. <laughs> the founder of Navro is a well-known Ukraine costume designer, Olga Navroska. Huh. Hmm. Okay. Oh, well, is that just, no, that's just, to mean something? No, oh, okay. I'm just saying she's a costume designer. You say, okay, you so said the plot was, thickens. I thought there was something... Um... Well, it, it, my <laughs> stupid plot. It, she was in it, the in the film industry ish yeah and she was a costume designer so she could have known of this i don't know never mind and she was inspired by this random movie poster <laughs> in this random <laughs> set on one sunny day in uh in uh 1984 i just don't um, understand why there's a brand of clothing with the slogan unicorns don't cry yeah it is a very weird random slogan. it doesn't even make any sense like i like i don't get it uh, well, look at the rest anyway. of the posters. I like. I mean, I, I don't mean I get it for the for the movie. Because it sounds silly, like a movie title, yeah. but I don't get that. Like they would actually, it would be a thing that they would make shirts of. Like it doesn't mean anything. You I know? like too too much. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I can't tell yeah. what the one with the people kissing are. There's one that's called No Problem. Yeah. Yeah. And then I can't read that bottom left one either. But mm. I still think the best one up there is Ahab. It's the most interesting looking one. So. It's a good one. I'm, I'm partial to unicorns don't cry because it's so true. Yeah, it is true. And truth is very important. <laughs> uh, 
But anyway, so uh, he he tries to get out of here without a problem. And you can tell that the, the cop knows that the secretary's in on it because he kind of grabs her arm like mm-hmm. he's taking her in, too. Um, they're both they're definitely both part of this scheme. And we don't really know what's going to go on with this scheme probably till next week. But uh, we know that the Muppets dream is being shattered again. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. I mean, yeah, you see it happening and. And they're put in the middle of this crazy situation too, you know. They, they right. This this isn't I, this isn't good. They become intricately involved with this situation, as we will soon find out. Oh yeah, we do. <laughs> so um, we got some new actors and actresses in this scene. Um, yep. The the woman that was scammed is none other than Joanne Hamlin. She was an actress, a teacher, and a writer. She performed on stage in in New York and Boston. Um, she worked with the Harvard Summer Repertory Theater. So she also created and starred her own one woman one woman show called uh, Choices. And I am an artist, so it is feasible that maybe she, uh, you know, wanted to start her own play. So yeah, she she was she's this is a very like you know, meta role for her because she's like, mm-hmm. I created plays too. And maybe she tried to get him on Broadway. Maybe Joanne is, was the catalyst for this screenplay. Maybe yeah. she got scammed by a, by a Broadway, uh, <laughs> you know, by someone on Broadway. Yeah, I buy it. It's an uh, entered Thank into you. the head canon along with your Ilslezo girls Thank uh, you. back backstory. I love it. Yeah. So I think she's the real, you know, the real inspiration for this movie. Um, then you have Hector Troy. That's the cop on the right, and mm-hmm. um, his his he has actually he's he's done all small roles, but he's played with some. He's been on set with some amazing actors: Robert De Niro, Faye Dunaway, um, Burt Reynolds. What movies? Uh, let's see. Bang the Drum Slowly with De Niro. Uh, Eyes of Laura Mars with Faye Dunaway. Paternity with Burt Reynolds. I don't know that mm. one. Yeah, they're all like these lesser known yeah. movies, but with these huge actors. Yeah, yeah. He was a standby for uh, Neil Simon's The Gingerbread Lady. And he was on hmm. Broadway in Does a Tiger Wear a Necktie? Hmm. All right. So that's, that's Hector Troy's claim. Now, listen to this. Norman Bush has a connection to the Muppet movie-ish. He was okay. on a TV movie called The Connection with none other than Charles Durning. Oh, and that's Doc Hopper, correct? That is Doc Hopper. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That is quite a, that is a nice little connection there. Yeah. Other than that, cool. he did a lot of Broadway, off-Broadway stuff. Yeah. Well, good. We got all of our guys here. So far, other than um, Dabney, we haven't had any big names, right? Uh, no, Dabney Coleman is, uh, is the biggest uh, human name so far. And uh, he's on the poster, uh, the movie poster. I should point that out. Oh, right, there, right. Yeah, there are only a few, but all the cameo, all the major cameos are on the poster. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, he would be, he would be considered a cameo. I think yeah. um, uh, this is a notable th- something to think about is this movie it's going to have, it already has a ton. It's going to have more speaking roles by like non cameo people, by humans 
that aren't just cameos. Does that make sense? Like, or the main actors. Mm, it has okay. the most kind of random people speaking roles. Like, like the secretary, like the two cops. They're not celebrity cameos. Right, 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 right. They're small little, speaking it, roles. It feels a little bit, yeah, it feels a little bit more realistic. Yeah, one more point to my theory that this is kind of not so much like the others in terms of we don't have to have comedies or cameos in every scene because they're not making a movie. Yeah. You know, that's just, you know. Yeah, it's very different. And, and in, you, you could already see it in the first couple of minutes. We already have a few credited. If you remember in the last movies, like even if someone said a line, it was hard. They, they was hard pressed to even find out who they were. And most of the time it was just one quick line. And there weren't very, if you really think about it, there really were only a handful. It kind of on one hand, probably of speaking roles of people who weren't actual, you know, guest cameos or main parts or Muppets. Okay, um, yeah. And, and this, and if you look at this credits list, it is gigantic um, in this, for this movie. So, uh, mm. It's going to be a little bit different than than what we had to do for previous movies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, b- b- maybe more names and less, uh, you know, not so right, not so in depth. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well. Uh, well. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, I uh, I don't really have anything else for minute ten. Do you have anything else interesting to add? No, just just a solid performance by Dabney Coleman, and uh, you know. Again, it kind of brings me back to if if uh, if Charles Grodin was playing this part, he'd like overplay when the cops would, and he's like, "Oh, oh," where Daphne's yeah. like, you know, really playing it cool. I think he, he's I think he thinks seriously. he's gonna get out of there. Yeah, I you just it's just you can tell that the actor is in. They're still in a comedy, and they're aware they're in a Muppet movie, but they're taking that job seriously. Yeah. like that's that's kind of the difference. I feel like, um, and yeah, I I'm anxious. His his job is not over yet, Nick. Nope. Um. And we will find out what uh, what Dabney Coleman how how does he get out of this situation? Maybe we'll find out next week. It's mm, um, possible. Yeah, I'll tune in. Yeah. That's for sure. Check us out at uh, MuppetsMinute.com. If you like us, you know, leave us a review, rating, all that stuff helps wait, us. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, 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 what? wait, wait. Oh no, what? never mind. Okay, I was like the continuity with the doors, but these these were the doors that the Muppets came in. I had the glass doors on the other side. Sorry. Continue. The, yeah, the glass door is outside the Yeah, outfit. yeah, yeah. I'm glad you interrupted my outro for something like that. Probably <laughs> did. I could cut it out, but I probably won't. Nah, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, but yeah, hit us up. Let us know what you think on Twitter at Muppets Minute. All of that good stuff. Uh, and we will be back with you guys next week for more Muppets Take Manhattan on Muppets Minute. <laughs>